Welcome to the Naturally Nourished Podcast that delivers cutting-edge food as medicine solutions for optimal health. Allie Miller is a nutrition expert sought up by the media and America's top medical institutes for her revolutionary functional medicine interventions. From disease treatment to prevention, every episode will empower you with ways to put yourself back in control of your health. Please note, the topics discussed are for educational purposes only. Now welcome, Integrative Dietitians Allie Miller and her co-host Becky Yu. Welcome to the Naturally Nourished Podcast. You are joining us for episode 248, Food as Medicine for Your Face, with guest Ashley Terry from Grace Holistic Skincare. We are super excited to have her on here. Ashley's actually a ambassador of the Naturally Nourished Supplement line. And so we got to know her through the program. And she sent Becky and I these care packages just a couple months ago. And I have to tell you, I'm kind of a skincare minimalist, but also with that being said, I'm like a skincare snob. I feel like I've tried all the natural things out there from Beauty Counter to Tata Harper to Ilia to what's that new one that I've been liking? Heart of Gold. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and the more I kind of learn about these closer to single ingredient products, the more I make the connection of, yes, of course, what we put on our face impacts our microbiome, impacts our essential fatty acid status, our hormone health, and so much more. So we're going to nerd out on all of the things in today's episode. All right, let's do it. And before we do, let's just open with a couple of updates for listeners. So first things first, we have our archived keto program beginning for sale starting August 1st. And this is a $99 price point. So the least expensive we've ever sold this program for, um, this will be an archived version, not live. So you'll get the whole program accessible at once for a lifetime, or at least for the lifetime of the foreseeable future of our website, which is fantastic because normally after two weeks, uh, post program, we clear the classroom for the next round. So this is one you can own forever, including the six classes that Allie teaches, um, on food as medicine topics in the realm of keto and also advanced functional medicine interventions. It also will include all of the handout materials and what else? So in the handouts, we, we basically, in these six classes, walk you through all of the root causes of imbalance in the body. So we nerd out on inflammation and leaky gut. We talk about hormone imbalance and detoxification. We talk about the microbiome and dysbiosis and gut health. We talk about the HPA axis or the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal, which is that fight or flight balance in the body or imbalance that we see with adrenal overdrive or adrenal insufficiency. And within each of the hour and a half jam-packed classes, like Becky said, there are complementary materials, which include things like quizzes that really help you to understand where you need to start and what your best entry point is to create whole body balance. So we go through in a very kind of mindful 
navigation of all of these topics, using food as medicine, building your ketogenic journey. So we talk about the importance of getting enough protein in your keto and your perfect macro distribution. We have protocols for breastfeeding, post-menopause, as well as amenorrhea or loss of menstrual cycle in a cycling female. We have protocols for autoimmune health and various needs, as well as phases of metabolic flexibility. So we have a tight phase one keto to get you fat adapted, then a phase 1.5 where you can start to expand your non-starchy vegetables and maybe even explore berries and some starchy vegetables. And then a phase two where we teach you how to explore carb cycling. So we go through all of the flow of keto and how you can use food as medicine to support your body, as well as functional medicine topics layered in there. And it works in this really awesome synergy. This is the only time that we'll offer this low of a price point of only $99. And like Becky said, a lifetime ish <laughs> access for the viability of our website, which we will be here forever. Um, and so really fantastic value as this program is typically over $200. Yeah. $299. Uh, $299. So basically a third of the price. The only difference that I will call out is this does not come with the Slack channel, which is the interactive group component. But, you know, honestly, I'll say sometimes only like 40% of our participants actually right. use that. So yeah. I'm not sure that that always hits its value. And then this also does not come with the discounts of the active membership. Our next active class will launch in January of 2022. So you want to jump on this now to optimize your body getting through the summer into the fall, maybe shake off that COVID 10 or 15 that you gained to feel the best you can feel in your body and really start to honor and nourish and address your imbalances from the root cause with the archive keto program. And you can purchase that as of August 1st. Okay. And the other exciting update that we've got is that starting in September, is that right? Yeah. Um, starting in September, we will be opening for new applications for our ambassador program. And this is relevant because Ashley, who we're about to welcome on is a naturally nourished supplement ambassador. Yes. So we'll actually be launching the next group in September. So applications are open now. So if you're listening to this live time, this is early or mid July, excuse me, mid July. So for the next, um, you know, eight to 10 weeks, we'll be collecting applicants. We'll be doing a promo or at least an announcement on Instagram. If you are a wellness influencer, you'll see Ashley's an esthetician. So she does skincare. Uh, we have participants that are nurses. We have participants that are uh, massage therapists. We have participants that have their own local following, maybe as a um, trainer, like a personal trainer, mm -hmm. or health coaches, health coaches. Yep. Absolutely. So this could be a really good fit for you to have access and direct referrals to our fabulous naturally nourished supplement line. If you believe in our formulas and have found benefits and you're already telling all your coworkers and your friends and your family, why not make some money in the process? So check the link in our show notes for the affiliate application and it can't hurt to apply. We'll be selecting participants by the second week in September, and then we'll be launching probably end of September to get going with some holiday promo stuff. Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. So um, like I said, this episode is going to be all about healthy, beautiful skin. Becky and I learned a lot. And so we talk about things like 
SPF, whether you should be using it daily or not. We talk about gua sha. We talk about a lot of food as medicine for your face ingredients from pumpkin seed oil to castor oil topically to uh, hydrosols of uh, lemon balm and various herbs and whole food botanicals that can really serve to support balance and bright, beautiful skin. So stay tuned. You're going to learn a lot. Before we read Ashley's bio and bring her on the podcast, let's just have a quick word from our opening sponsor, Fond Bone Broth. Yes. So y'all know that we are obsessed with Fond Bone Broth. They really have artisan bone broths that are truly wellness well-made. They are slow simmered and lovingly tended from simmer to seal and Fond takes quality to the next level. They exclusively cook their batches in stainless steel. So no concern of leaching. They use well water that has natural occurring minerals and is tested daily for excellence. They partner with sustainable organic farms that provide the quality produce and use cage-free chicken backs, feet, and necks. So you're getting a lot of that collagen and gelatin, that oopy goopy goodness that serves as a facelift for the gut. And as I say that in the topic of skin, we know that bone broth is a fabulous support because it, it can aid with that leaky gut reducing inflammatory food response, and also give us that collagen and gelatin that can support turgidity or firmness in the skin. So as we age, we're going to get nicer, uh, more elasticity in our skin versus sagging and bags and all the things we don't yes. want to see. <laughs> so go on over to fondbonebroth.com and use the code AllieMillerRD at checkout. Again, that's fondbonebroth.com. Use AllieMillerRD at checkout to check out their fabulous flavors. As I always say, Fond Bone Broth is the one company that is the win all of the people that don't think that they like the taste of hot meat juice because their flavor profiles are bright and dynamic and truly an enjoyable sipping beverage, as well as a sous chef to add into your kitchen to really create flavor dynamics in any dish you're preparing. So again, go on over to fondbonebroth.com and use Allie Miller RD at checkout. All right. I'm going to read her bio and then we will bring Ashley on the podcast. Ashley Terry is a licensed esthetician whose passion for nutrition and wellness led her to becoming a certified nutritional aesthetics practitioner. Knowing that beauty is more than skin deep and most skin concerns have an internal origin, she uses a food as medicine approach to help her clients heal their skin while encouraging them to give themselves grace along the way. Ashley's also a mama of four, slowly building a homestead with her husband in rural Northwest Washington. Hey, Ashley, we're so excited to have you on the Naturally Nourished podcast. Hi, thanks for inviting me. I'm excited to be here. Yes. So we're super excited to share information on food as medicine for your face and how to get healthy, glowing complexion. But I want to share with listeners a little bit about um, how we met, or I guess virtually, we still haven't met in 3D, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I welcomed Ashley as a naturally nourished affiliate in December of 2020. And Becky and I always have, it's, it's not super rigorous, right, Becky? It's, it's a it's a solid application, but we do a little bit of yeah. background searching and <laughs> check on Instagram feeds and whatnot. And I, I had, um, discussed, I think we had connected over Instagram, Ashley on your account and what's your Instagram handle. Um, grace, holistic skin. Yes. Grace, holistic skin, which I loved the name. And I was really into your natural approaches as an esthetician. So, um, just recently you sent Becky and I some products 
And we already liked you from the affiliate program, but now we were like, okay, these products are legit. This girl knows what's up. So we wanted to bring you on. So our listeners could learn all about you and your approach. Well, thank you so much. It's a little bit like mind blowing to be here. I wanted to find good, clean, simple products for my clients that would fit in their budget. Okay. Um, I had a lot of young moms or um, college students, clients that, you know, they couldn't always afford some of my, you know, really beautiful high-end stuff. So I wanted to bridge the gap and I like to have control over ingredients. So I just started piecing things together and I really take a less is more approach when it comes to the product. A lot of it really developed out of my own um, skin issues. I developed cystic acne along my chin and jaw. And, you know, it was so frustrating because I was like, I am an esthetician. Why is my face breaking out? And it was painful and embarrassing because, you know, I'm supposed to be helping people have clear skin and I can't even clear my own skin. And I was doing all the things I was doing microdermabrasion. I was doing, you know, lighter, more, you know, quote unquote, natural chemical peels. And it didn't never heal anything. But when I started to remove inflammatory foods like dairy and gluten and reducing, you know, sugar and things like that, my skin started to clear up. And then I started learning about, you know, the effects of hormonal birth control on the body as a whole, but also on my skin. And so I decided to have, I had, you know, the Murena IUD. And so I was like, get this thing out of me now. Um, And within about a month, I saw huge clearing in my skin. I, you know, within that month, I had to do a lot to really help my body rebalance hormones because yeah, that was a roller coaster. Um, But then, you know, from then on, my face just got clearer and clearer and my skincare routine got more simple and more simple. Mm Mm-hmm kind of less to like amend or fix as you're working more from the inside out, removing the inflammatory foods, getting your own natural rhythm back in your body versus fighting it synthetically. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then, you know, even just ditching the daily SPF, you Mm -hmm. know, so I get real vitamin D from my body. Um, and you know, this is, I'm kind of one of the few estheticians who will say, don't put SPF on your skin every day. Yeah, Get out of my yeah. Let's talk a little more about that. Yeah. <laughs> so is it just the first 15, 30 minutes or do you feel in general? Uh, what are the concerns? So SPF and in the sense of like preventing aging and also preventing, mm-hmm. of course, the concern of skin cancer, where do you kind of sit on that? So... I really believe, you know, the sun is not inflammatory. Mm-hmm. It can be our response to the sun or sun exposure. And obviously we need to be wise in 
the circumstance we are, you know, if you're going to be at the beach all day and, you know, say you're in Mexico on the beach all day, bring the sunscreen Mm -hmm. because you're going to have the sun reflecting off the water. It's hot. It's not an environment that you're usually like used to, Mm -hmm. but you know, for me here, I'm up in the Pacific Northwest. The sun doesn't get too intense usually. Um, So, you know, it's, if you're going to be outside for 30 minutes, there's no need for the SPF. Yeah. And so many like BB cream or foundations have the SPF in it. So people may not be thinking that Mm -hmm. they're applying an SPF per se, but Mm -hmm. you know, they're getting that passively and that could be playing a big role. We know that vitamin D is so connected to insulin resistance and also the way we manage testosterone. So I'm thinking that that could be two components of driving that cystic acne. If if you're not getting that vitamin D production. Yeah, absolutely. And that, and also, you know, our, the status of our immune system and our gut health plays a huge role in our body's response to the sun. Totally. Mm-hmm. So if, you know, our immune system is weaker, we can be more likely to burn. Yeah. It's really so, interesting because we don't SPF my daughter at all. She's really tawny. Um, and, and mm-hmm. my husband and I really never do either. Uh, exception for we were just a week yeah. at the beach and um, it's interesting because I got this like um, it's called Ilia it's a, a cleaner makeup yeah. line. isn't that pronouncing yeah. that right ILA yeah. or whatever and yeah. I got their serum with an SPF 40 on it uh, and it's like a it looks almost like a foundation but it's an actual serum uh, which mm-hmm. has like nicotinamide and so it has niacin in it and I think mm-hmm. hyaluronic acid and I was all excited about it, but I got a huge breakout because I was using that every day. And I'm like, now I'm starting yeah. to like, the wheels are turning. I'm like, was it the stress of the sun or me using this new, pr-? you know, I think that sometimes mm-hmm. our bodies do different with different products. Like as someone with curly hair, I feel like for some right. reason, is there a truth to this, Ashley, where like you need to switch up your face, face care routine? Because I feel like after like 12 to 16 months, my body gets like bored or it figures it out. <laughs> and then I get this like rebalance effect. Um, in a way, I mean, just like how we don't eat the same foods every day, mm-hmm. you know, for our body, like our skin does need a variety of nutrients. And so tweaking certain things does provide that variety. You know, if during the, you know, warmer months when we have more sun exposure, if we're using products that contain more like vitamin C and antioxidants, it is going to give us, you know, our skin more of the nutrients it needs to support itself through that sun exposure. And then in the winter months, if we're using things that are, you know, more calming and hydrating like marshmallow root is one of my absolute favorites um because it is more like mucilaginous and it really helps with that skin barrier yeah i love that Mm -hmm. um that can get more dried out in the winter times um so you know yes there's a little bit of truth to that but as far as like your cleanser if you're with the oil cleanser i've been using my oil cleansers for 
I don't know, three years now. Um, I mean, I do, I guess, toggle back and forth between the two, mm-hmm. but that's also just based on what I have on hand. <laughs> yeah. um, but mixing up things, even as simple as switching out the hydrating mist. Yes. Okay. That's gonna, That's a super easy way that I work with my clients to kind of bring in different plants based on where they're at. You know, if right now I have a calendula and neroli and that is really great for um, more sun time because calendula is calming and soothing, mm-hmm. you know, healing. So if you do get a little bit of a sunburn, it can help cool that down. I used uh, that. I got a pretty bad sunburn, not on my face, but on my shoulders and back, like the first time I was in the sun. And I was like, uh-huh. ooh, this has calendula in it. I used it like yeah. all over my shoulders and I feel like it really helped. Well, and calendula can be used to help with even mastitis, yep. you know, so any yep. process mm-hmm. of inflammation yep. for sure. Love that. And then a note on that one too. It's also really great if baby gets a little bit of like a diaper rash or um, any sort of skin inflammation, a little mist of that because it's just the plant waters. It has no essential oils. Mm. So it's a really light, you know, dose of that plant material. So it's safer for little ones. So like my daughter had a little bit of a diaper rash one day. So I spritzed her with that and then put some balm over top of it. And in the morning she was clean and clear. That's amazing. I love like a multifunction product like that too, that you can use for the whole family. (laughs) (laughs) Just streamlines things. That's kind of been my approach for creating some of my products too. Um, Aside from my new serum, the soothing serum, that's the first one that's really had essential oils in it because I like to make things that are good for a broad variety of people. Um, the serum, I just was like, I need something with blue tansy in it. So, <laughs> so I've been doing that one Gorgeous. Yeah. Um, let's talk Ashley about maybe your, your five steps to healthy, vibrant, glowing skin. And then we'll get back to like maybe some more product creation and that kind of thing toward the end, uh, starting with hydration. So let's talk about this. Mm -hmm. We talk about drinking your half your body weight in fluid ounces every single Mm -hmm. day. We talk about it all the time, but why is this so important for our skin? Well, our skin is kind of low on the priority list of our body, right? Like our organs and everything else takes high priority. So if we're dehydrated, our body's going to, you know, put the water to, you know, the organs that are higher up. And so our skin is going to get the less, you know, so if we are dehydrated, our skin's going to be drier. It's not going to function properly. You know, just every cell in our body needs water. So, and water is something that a lot of us are really bad at making sure we drink enough of, and I am totally guilty of this too. Um, And I think it's also something that we forget that we need to increase, you know, when it gets hotter or depending on, you know, different times in our lives, like I'm a breastfeeding mom. And so I need to make sure I'm drinking like way extra water. 
Sure. Yeah. Um, and I think also making sure you're getting minerals with your water is really important. Um, a lot of times I would talk with clients, they're like, yeah, I'm drinking water, but I just have to pee all the time. And so a lot of times if our water's just running straight through us, it's just our body's not absorbing it. And so adding minerals to it, you know, like um, I'm a big fan of just like the Redmond salt is mm-hmm. really great. Um, or even just lemon or cucumber, things like that to the water, then it's easier for our bodies to absorb it and do all its things. Yeah. We'll link in the show notes for listeners, our water infusions blog. So anytime you add a substrate, you're going to create more solubility. And so adding exactly like cucumber and mint or thinking of like summer skin water, right? Like cucumber with maybe the citrus to get those bioflavonoids, like you mentioned for antioxidant Mm -hmm. boost. So like grapefruit or uh, sliced up strawberries or orange slices. Um, I love to do orange and rosemary yeah. as a good combo. Ooh, that sounds good. And I would call out in the world of hydration, yes. So a lot of people go for reverse osmosis, which is great, but they want to, it's really important to know if your household filter, what episode, Becky, we can link that where I talked about radiant life and I can put the link for there. I'll put the link for listeners. Detox updates episode. Yeah. I'll link to that one. So I'll put the radiant life uh, discount code too. Um, they have a really fantastic house, filter, house filtration um, in, in scalability, you know, so you can do one faucet to under your sink mound to your whole house. Uh, but the way that they remineralize is an important consideration. And then Becky and I in our households do the glass globes, um, from mountain spring, is it called? I always mountain Valley spring, mountain Valley spring. Um, and so it's spring water and they have a whole mineral analysis that comes with, you know, their bottles and lots and whatnot. So, um, that's a great way to make sure you're getting quality water source is key for hydration. Uh, let's talk the second point of the five tips. So you said, wash your face every night, and then you go into within washing your face. So let's talk why that's important. And then why one should use an oil cleanser. Okay. So at nighttime, like while we're sleeping, just in general, that's when our body does a lot of its repair work. As you guys know, you know, a lot of processes happen during that resting phase and our skin, you know, does a lot then. So if we're going to bed with a dirty face, like even if you didn't put on makeup, you sweat or you're, you know, there's just gunk for lack of better term, um, that just kind of builds up throughout the day. And so if it's clogged with that stuff while you're sleeping, it's having a harder time to do its job and, you know, with the cell turnover and things can just kind of build up and clients will feel just kind of a little bit of a rougher texture and just maybe feel like their skin is slightly congested. Mm -hmm. So I tell people all the time, wash your face every night, but you don't have to wash it in the morning because as you know, if you cleanse it at night, your skin does all of its, you know, happy stuff while you're sleeping and it's created its own oils and done all that great stuff. Why do we need to strip all of that off in the morning? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. 
Save some um, time. <laughs> and also, I like simplicity. Yeah, right. Um, you know, I do a rinse with water, you know, either in the shower or with a washcloth. Sometimes I like a cool cloth in the morning um, if I'm feeling a little puffy and or sometimes I like a warm cloth just for a little extra steam and then, you know, just go on with my normal skincare routine. So I am back to the congestion in the gunk. Um, I love oil cleansing because it does help to pull some of that stuff out of our pores and really helps to reduce the appearance of blackheads and balance oil production, all that stuff. Um, it seems super counterintuitive to use oil to cleanse your skin. I think for a long time, oil has been villainized, like not just in like food, but in skincare too. It's always been like strip the oil off your skin. You don't want oily skin. Right. And all these astringent drying products, right? In the cleansers. Also. Yes. Like the foaming and like yep. the like emulsifiers and, and again, working kind of against that root cause. Yes. And so when we over, we strip everything off of our skin that, you know, it leaves our skin barrier kind of wide open and exposed and our skin saying, wait, I need some sort of uh, protection here. And it uses oil to do that. So then it will overproduce oil. Mm -hmm. And that's when, you know, you get into this vicious cycle of stripping it all. And then halfway through the day, you feel like your face is an oil slick mm -hmm. and your makeup is sliding off and you're like, what is happening? I'm using this super drying stuff, but my skin keeps producing oil because it's trying to overcompensate. Right. Protect itself. And your oil cleanser. So I'm using the congested and I, I'm mm -hmm. pretty obsessed. This is, I feel like this is the time I'm going to just talk about it because we're talking yeah. about oil cleansers, mm -hmm. but this is the first time I saw an oil cleanser, which I had used a couple in the past and had liked them. Um, this is the first time I've seen one with pumpkin seed oil, which I was really into, and then castor oil. Um, so mm -hmm. it has four ingredients, sesame oil, pumpkin seed oil, castor oil, and jojoba oil. Um, mm -hmm. Did you get right, you Becky? Said I it always right. look Good at job. Becky <laughs> and was like, jojoba. <laughs> I, I go into my Wisconsin jojoba accent. Um, but uh, the castor oil, I was like, oh, like a purging effect. Let's talk a little bit about mm -hmm. the selection of those ingredients and how those work to actually kind of maybe recalibrate your body's oil production right. or help to create balance versus that vicious cycle of kind of cat and mouse. Yeah. So castor oil is really great for kind of drawing out. Um, and it's the only re the reason why it's only in the congested or oily prone cleanser is because it does, you know, it pulls out and kind of following the principle like attracts like it will help pull out excess oils and help remove those to help balance things so if you have drier skin it's best to not use something regularly that has castor oil in it because it can have a drying effect mm -hmm. on the skin by removing too many oils so is that someone um, that maybe someone would use cyclically like if they're prone towards 
luteal phase acne, like mm-hmm. like following like towards the end mm-hmm. of their cycle and their start of their period, they get breakouts. They would maybe use the oil yeah. congested cleanser, like starting at day mm-hmm. 18 of their cycle and then maybe switch it up for the remaining part. Yeah. So that's kind of also where I toggle back and forth too. It's just kind of based on what's going on with my own skin or even sometimes if clients come in for facials, a lot of times I'll use that more, the congested cleanser because I want to provide more of a deeper cleanse. And I know like, I'm going to like, you know, amp them back up with whatever their skin needs before they leave. So I can really get in there with that oil cleanser and do a deep cleansing massage. Um, and then with the other ingredients, in there with the pumpkin seed and the sesame those are like full of vitamin e and the pumpkin seed has a lot of zinc Mm -hmm. which is really good for acne you know we're with acne we're kind of we're fighting an infection in a way Mm -hmm. um and so just really right so that's great yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so just kind of dosing the skin with all those nutrients as you're cleansing and massaging it in. And then I like a little bit of the jojoba because it does have a smaller molecular size. So it is absorbed into the skin a lot easier. Mm -hmm. So with that, it kind of helps to go in a little bit deeper and then the castor oil helps to pull everything out, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, so it can cool. really get in there instead of doing staying more topically. Awesome. Um, and then your third tip, kind of on the heels of this, just talking about oils a little bit more, is to swap lotions, moisturizer, and creams for oils, balms, and hydrating mists. So let's talk yes. about the difference maybe between some of these. I think of lotions and moisturizer and cream as like heavier. Um, probably more like carriers in it versus the oils mm-hmm. and bombs and mists. And don't a lot of them have alcohol in them too? Yeah. I feel like almost yeah. all. Mm-hmm. So, and this kind of goes along with a, what my reasoning for oil cleansing as well. When we have um, a lotion or cream, that's an oil and water mixture. And so to keep that safe for use, it needs a preservative and to keep it looking nice it needs an emulsifier and depending on the product a lot of those things are not fantastic um you know you think of preservatives that is anti you know microbial antifungal you know, that's going to affect the microbiome of the skin which is part of our skin's natural barrier so if we're weakening our microbiome, then that opens us up for more risk of like contact breakouts. Kind of like when we take antibiotics, right. it can open us up to more risk of, you know, dysbiosis and things like that. And that so, even, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, so I was just going to say, I like to basically separate my oil and water. I mean, cause our skin needs full. So if we have, you know, a hydrating mist, which is mine just contain hydrosols from plants, which is essentially the waters from the plant material. Um, And then 
a blend of oils or even you can go as simple as just using jojoba oil or argan oil um, as a moisturizer. So if you, you mist with your hydrating spray and then you massage your oil on top, that's a physical emulsion mm -hmm. and you have, you made lotion on your face. Love it. Love it. Without all the gunk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Let's talk about your fourth tip, which you kind of covered a little bit more topically with your skin's microbiome, but you note mm -hmm. a healthy gut microbiome with probiotic and to reduce refined sugar and foods. Of course, that's not a new topic to our listenership, <laughs> um, but just anything you want to call out there or like aha moments or connections with clients that maybe have done like a probiotic challenge or gut cleanse or what types of things you see when they lower their glycemic index and, and clean things up? So a big, big thing that keeps coming up with every client is everything always comes back to the gut. It is the ruler. Um, so really with any skin concern, uh, we start with the gut. What's going on in your gut? So, and I've noticed with people as they, you know, can heal from dysbiosis, they can be a little more relaxed on their skincare routine because their skin is more balanced. Mm -hmm. um, and so, and then also that means their mood is more balanced and all the things. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, we have a microbiome on our skin, which is also connected to the microbiome in our gut. Mm -hmm. So if our gut isn't in a good spot, that can affect our skin. Um, you know, and there's, there's so many different unique issues that can, from the gut that can cause issues on the skin, you know, like eczema, psoriasis, rosacea. I could go on. Right. And a lot of those we think more, they could be both dysbiosis or candida overgrowth mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. even just leaky gut. And then that's where yeah. they're getting that gut blood barrier inflammatory food response. And so when we're mm -hmm. talking about addressing that we're looking at like probiotics. I know you did, didn't you do the probiotic challenge with clients using? Yeah. So I had some clients do the probiotic challenge. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was, it was fun to see the different res results, you know, and try to guess like, okay, what are they going to, you know, where are they going to end up? Um, <laughs> based on how, see, how you know their skin or. Yeah. Yeah. And just, and how their lifestyle is. And sure. so it was interesting to see, you know, clients who were actually more sterilized and who was more balanced and, um, and then work through things from there. And even I did my own probiotic challenge recently as well. Um, and because I had had some antibiotics a few years back and mm -hmm. noticing, you know, I would still see, you know, I had a little bit of gut stuff and, you know, maybe occasional breakouts here and there kind of related to my cycle. And so, I mean, right now as I'm breastfeeding, things are not quite back to normal, but noticing that as 
you know, my gut got to a more balanced state. I can tolerate, you know, certain foods better. And I don't deal with, you know, the occasional breakouts much at all. Um, We know, we know when looking at like our beat the bloat cleanse in our recent YouTube video, where we talk about the protocol, that's that longer, like 16 minute video, but we show before and after photos of individuals that have done that tight six week dysbiosis cleanse using the berberine boost and the herbal immune and the GI cleanup Mm -hmm. and the ultimate detox. And that's one of the more dynamic, I mean, there's your, there's uterine fibroid reduction, there's fertility support, mm-hmm. there's blood sugar support, and so many outcomes, of course, bowel regularity and improved formation, but skin is like the window of the gut. Yes. And so that's one of the most kind of Absolutely. dynamic before and afters that we always see with participants. Uh, that's where we get the photos, you know, whoa, I had been on Accutane. I had been on antibiotics. I had, you know, doxycycline. I've been on all these things for extended periods of time and doing this six week gut reset has moved my skin more than years of working with dermatologists. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's definitely huge. And then your, your fifth tip is moving your body. Let's talk about how that connects. Yep. To skin. Um, moving our bodies. I mean, really as things connect to the skin, it's really just a, f- a whole body thing. You know, we are one whole unit. Our skin isn't separate from our organs. And I feel like we forget that. Um, and if we're taking care of our body, our skin's going to thrive. Yeah. Um, but moving our bodies is really important too, especially right now as so many people are working from home, they're sitting at their desk, they're not getting out and about as much, and, you know, hopefully that's changing in some places. Um, but we're just kind of stagnant. Yeah even as a culture congested. Yeah, Uh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And that plays a huge role in our lymphatic system, Mm -hmm. which doesn't get a lot of attention in kind of the mainstream, you know, beauty world, or even I feel like a lot of times in, in, even in the medical world, the lymphatic system is super important for the whole body. And we can kind of think of it as the bath water underneath our skin or these flow, flowing streams underneath our skin per se. And if they get kind of blocked up and stagnant, you know, you think of like a stagnant stream mm-hmm. in the woods, like that's pretty gross. There's mm-hmm. going to be bugs and like, you don't want to drink that water. Yeah. Right. Right. But if it's free flowing and it's, you know, crystal clear, you know, there's, you might, if you were, you know, stranded out in the wilderness, you might drink that water. So uh-huh. I feel like that kind of cues up a listener question on gua sha. Gua sha? Yeah. Let's talk about that. Cause isn't that the primary focus to move lymph and kind of create circulatory flow more topically? Yeah. So gua sha, I mean, one of the huge things with that is activating the lymphatic system. Mm-hmm. Um, really it's kind of like turning up the pump. And so we get in if they don't know what it is, (laughs) what it looks like. And yeah. So gua sha is, and this is facial gua sha, not body gua sha, Uh because that's, there's a big difference there. Um, It's a Chinese medicine modality that has been kind of 
adjusted to this face and skincare world and has really been taking off in that, like the natural beauty realm. Um, it's kind of hard to not see anything about gua sha if you're not searching, if you're searching in the natural beauty world. Um, and so basically what it is, you use a stone and it can be made out of different types of stones. Jade is really common or rose quartz. Um, I have one that I really love um, that's a black obsidian stone, I think it is. Um, and basically we use that stone and we glide it across the skin, you know, starting at the middle of the face and working our way out and also working our way, you know, our strokes are always going down towards the collarbone. Okay. And with gua sha, there's different targets with that. Like you can do light pressure, really focusing on the neck, opening that up, you know, from the, it's hard to do this <laughs> without a visual. Um, I'm talking with my hands and I'm really showing you guys with my hands, but I, nobody can see. Um, so working our way down the neck, across the chin to just open and create that flow. But then with the tool, you can also kind of sculpt around cheekbones and highlight your face, facial features that you naturally have. Um, and then you can also go in and work on built up scar tissue or even fine lines because fine lines and wrinkles are essentially bound up connective tissue. Okay. So if we can go through some stones have more of a combed edge and you can actually lightly move them back and forth on those lines or those scars and it can break up that connective tissue or the scar tissue and then you can clear it out to help minimize their appearance or you know eliminate them over time that's super compelling. So yeah. I'm yes. going to want a link of your favorite gua sha tools that we'll share with listeners. And then Absolutely. maybe we'll try to find a good like YouTube video to show some yeah. technique. Do you maybe have you one, can Ashley? approve one for us. <laughs> and we can share yeah. So on my Instagram, actually, I've been trying to get better about posting more videos. So I have a couple up there right okay. now and a couple queued up to share. So probably by the time this airs, I'll have two more available. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Also like bags under the eyes, right? Isn't that a, another area? Yes. We, and, and let's talk a little bit about how bags under the eyes occur as I'm rubbing my bags under my eyes and pretending my index finger is gua sha. <laughs> right. Um, well, you know, that can be a variety of different reasons just from, you know, lack of sleep, our diet, um, being a mom. Right. <laughs> 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 um, you know, just fluid retention, stuff like that. So um, I think I have, I can't remember if I posted this one or it's scheduled to post this week. I have a little like facial lymphatic, just like simple massage you do with just your fingers. Okay. Just to help open up some of that drainage, you mm. know, certain foods can trigger more puffiness you know some people with like gluten or dairy their body may make them more puffy as a response to that or you know if you're not drinking clean wine right the next yeah. day you can have you know 
you know, puffy under your eyes, um, allergies, things like that. So absolutely. I I often think of like liver, you know, that assignment liver toxicity Mm -hmm. and stagnation as well. So, um, we'll make sure Obviously, one of the big things I'd recommend for skin health are the Reset, Restore, Renew Detox Packs yeah. beyond all the microbiome mm-hmm. stuff. And we'll get into kind of supplement essentials. And I'm going to hit you with some rapid fire questions, but we're going to take a moment okay. from our sponsor, NutriSense. So hang tight. And then we'll go into kind of some rapid fire skin stuff and then talk about some supplements and skincare essentials. Sounds right, great. Let's do it. All right. So, uh, we are thanking our mineral sponsor, NutriSense, which provides continuous glucose monitoring devices that provide you with real-time glucose data. Each CGM is going to last for two weeks or 14 days. And you're able to see for 24 seven throughout that two week window, how your blood sugar is responding to your sleep, to your exercise, to of course your diet. So you can dip into really exploring your metabolic flexibility as well as the impact of stress and supplementation. So I've been working with clients, for instance, on testing their postprandial trends. So they're looking at their blood sugar within maybe a six hour window of leading up prior to the meal, as well as that one and two hour window after the meal, and then consuming various amounts of carbohydrates, maybe half cup roasted sweet potato, maybe playing with beets on a goat cheese salad, or maybe some dates or figs wrapped in goat cheese and bacon. And then we'll play with that, looking at the correspondence with maybe using berberine boost because our berberine is an oral hypoglycemic. So that can be a tool that can help to regulate that blood sugar response. And then we're even looking at the impact on our sleep. So the influence of the melatonin and sleep support or our relax and regulate aiding in longer, deeper quality sleep, which then means that that rising cortisol is likely less significant and their fasting blood sugar levels also are trending down. So this is a really great way for you to understand this N equals one or individualized approach to your blood sugar metabolism. NutriSense completely takes the guesswork out from the equation because you're able to get a personalized response from the registered dietitians on team that you get within the purchase of your meter. So they're going to give you feedback on your food choice. They might see that you have beneficial response to meditation to regulate your stress, or maybe to our GABACOM. Uh, they'll give you feedback on your exercise and fasting. And so instead of this generalized recommendation, you'll really get individualized support based on how your body is responding. So you can purchase a CGM by going over to NutriSense.io and you can do a monthly subscription plan. And if you choose that, make sure that you use the code AllieRD. That's going to save you $30 off your monthly subscription and stay tuned on the Naturally Nourished YouTube channel. We will be sharing a video about my latest experience with NutriSense, as well as kind of an unpacking, if you will, and putting the meter on my arm, talking about how you can use the app. And we've been using this app with our next level keto class as well. So this might be something you want to explore and then join our next level keto program in October. Again, it's NutriSense.io and use the code AllieRD on their website. All right, back to rapid fire. Ashley, let's do some rapid fire. So we got some troubleshooting questions from some of our listeners. This first one is for natural advice for herpes simplex one, dealing with either cold sores or cold sores maybe that have resolved, but we're still dealing with some chronic like chapping around the lip area or cracking. 
Mm -hmm. Well, cold sores, you know, that herpes simplex one, that can be one that kind of stays in the body for a while and can just like flare up. So usually when we're seeing an active breakout or something, you know, when our body flares up to anything that makes me say like, let's look at the gut, what's going on in the gut, you know, your immune system, what has made you more susceptible to this flare. Um, And so always going back to that. um, Usually I've had clients that have used L-lysine. I think that's what you, yeah. Um, just for its antiviral support. And usually um, like also, two, two grams is what we typically recommend. So like, you know, 500 okay. milligram capsules two twice daily or something like that tends to be a pretty mm-hmm. efficient level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, you know, and with my scope of practice, I have to be a little bit careful. And so I say, oh, I've had, you know, I've had clients that have used this stuff, right. but always, you know, check with practitioners. But again, if we're talking about supporting the immune system, so, you know, vitamin C, vitamin E, zinc, um, those things can really help prevent flare-ups or even help minimize them. And then that's also where using products with pumpkin seed oil with that zinc can be good for prevention. Um, and then how about I had a, a a faux pas. So I've seen products out there that are like, um, essential oil blends. Cause I've seen benefits of lemon balm. I believe it is Mm -hmm. as an antiviral. Mm -hmm. And then also, which is also in our herbal immune. So for listeners, if you wanted that kind of oral support that would herbal Mm -hmm. immune, I think would be a really good antiviral tool, um, for this listener. And then I made a faux pas where I was recommending a client use coconut oil because of the caprylic acid being antiviral. But then I think I heard that it, it like blocks the sebum or it does something bad <laughs> of all like the oils <laughs> topically. Is that true? Coconut oil, you know, it's kind of a tricky one. Um, it has a larger molecular size, so it works as more of a barrier. Okay. So for this situation, I don't know if I would recommend it. I mean, maybe using it internally to get that caprylic acid in, you know, working through your body. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it can act as a barrier and, you know, further congest the skin. So I usually don't recommend it topically. And also, you know, if if you've ever, I mean, I feel like this was a trend for a long time using coconut oil as our moisturizers for our right. whole body. And we just were like slippery and <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. it doesn't absorb very well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, if you're looking for a barrier, you know, over like sometimes over eczema after you've put something else on it first, okay. that can be helpful. But usually I just, you know, coconut oil is great for cooking um, in internal uses, but let's save it for that there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's do this one. Ah, I got mask me help. Why did this happen? And how can I clear up my face? A lot of factors can be at play with that. Um, how often are you washing your mask? Mm-hmm. That's a big one. I feel like people aren't thinking about how that 
Um, but then also what's the situation going on in your mouth? You know, mm-hmm. are you, you know, what's your oral microbiome like? Because, you know, these masks are, you know, they're holding all of that bacteria right up against our face and our skin. Um, so ideally minimizing your use of the mess as much as possible. Right. You know our thoughts there. <laughs> yeah. Burn them. No. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I know in some situations people, you know, they are where they are. So making sure that your oral health is in order. So brushing your teeth really well. Maybe this is a, this is a good use for coconut oil, doing oil pulling. Mm -hmm. Love it. You do, you know, based on what feels comfortable for you, sometimes around like a tablespoon or a little bit less, um, in your straight coconut oil, organic, unrefined, um, and swish it around for like 20 minutes. So sometimes I'll do that. I'll pop it in before I hop in the shower and then swish it around while I'm in the shower. And then don't spit it down your drain because you don't want to clog your drains. You spit it into like the garbage or whatever. Um, and that can really help to pull out some of that bacteria that we don't want in there. Um, and then probably then- like... Um- the biocidin, I can, we can link that from my Amazon store. That's a really good, uh, kind of lipopolysaccharide resetter for oral microbiome. And it's, it has a bunch mm-hmm. of, I can't think of all the herbs in it, but a bunch of a, botanicals, a lot yeah. of botanicals yeah, yeah. that are antimicrobial um, and antifungal mm-hmm. antiviral. So that's a really good oral rinse following brushing. Yeah. And that'd be a good. Reason. And if, you know, your, your mouth is kind of the start of your digestive system mm-hmm. and, you know, part of your gut. So again, where, what's going on in your gut? Mm-hmm. Right. No doubt. So, you know, take a look at that as well. And then also, you know, what are you putting on your face underneath your mask? You know, right. are you using products that are adding to congestion or that are going to act as a great protective barrier and are calming and soothing underneath your mask. And probably cleansing your skin more frequently. It's interesting just in these times, like you were saying that evening time mm-hmm. to wash your face, I would think like pre post wearing the mask would be right. important because yeah. you just created that congestive environment. And even just for individuals now returning to work, if they don't have a mask mandate, there's more internal pollution right now based mm-hmm. on disinfectant sprays mm-hmm. and a lot of these hormone disrupting compounds that are circulating in our air systems now, you know, these industrialized chemicals. And so we have to be aware of that and probably more frequent washing and resetting for that reason as well. Yeah. And I would, you know, just be mindful of how often you're cleansing, you know, I wouldn't necessarily recommend cleansing too often throughout the day because even with oil cleansing that can still cause, you know, an over, Balance. you know, over cleanse. Mm-hmm. So even coming, like if you've had to wear it all day for work, you know, when you come home, maybe that's when you cleanse for the day, mm-hmm. um, instead of in the evening time. And then in the evening do a little like more of a mist and add on extra oils or balms if you need to. 
Okay. Um, but if it's, you know, just out and about for a little bit, you've had to wear it. When you take it off, you could even just spritz with like a hydrating mist. Yeah. Like I have a, a chamomile and Melissa, which is lemon balm, which helps with soothing and balancing that bacteria on the skin. Love it. I have that one and I've been loving it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Two more rapid fire questions. Okay. Red light therapy, good for anti-aging or how do you use it? Um, that's one that I particularly haven't gotten into as much. I have had people that use it on their own or have referred out to it. You know, the red light, kind of like the infrared saunas, I would almost recommend that over just like the straight red light therapy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But there has been, you know, a lot of benefits for that with um, anti-aging. I mean, it's just it's not something that I have brought into my practice. I just, you know, I've kind of gotten away from a lot of the, the devices and all of the things I try to keep things just more simple. I mean, yes, people have found benefits with it, but is it absolutely necessary? Maybe not fair. And they're pretty pricey too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, last rapid fire. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Emergency support. Um, dealing with a cystic zit flare up or a zit popping up like the night before a big event or a photo shoot. Mm. What do you do? Do you use hot or cold? Do you try to extract it or not? Do you use the zit sticker pads <laughs> um, that Allie and I have used in the past? What do you do? <laughs> um, well, first leading up to big events, really do what you can to support your stress response you know, be extra gentle with yourself to help yourself avoid it. But if that does happen, don't touch it. (laughs) Don't, don't pick at it. Don't squeeze at it because I mean, if anything, you're just going to make it bigger and more red and stand out more. Um, Doing some lymphatic drainage around it to kind of bring it down can be helpful. Um, you know, if it's like, say, yeah, a photo shoot or a big day and you want it, it's popped up that morning. That's when I might do more cool compresses just to help bring down the inflammation. Mm -hmm. Um, if it's just something that's popped up, sometimes a hot compress, it'll bring it more to the surface and can help it heal quicker, but you know, maybe wait till after you get your picture taken to do that. Yeah. Um, and then and when it's there at the surface, are, how do you not extract? <laughs> like if that's the thing. <laughs> well, when you pick at it and bug it, it's going to, you know, get more angry. Right. And so then if you're, your fingernails and your face and all the things. Yeah. And then also like when you're picking and squeezing and all of that stuff, you're just opening up the door to a bigger wound on your face that can lead to scarring. Totally. We definitely don't want, um, there are products out there, um, that I'm kind of been thinking up my own, but there's one by Laurel skin, which I absolutely love. Um, and it's like a concentrated oil 
formula with essential oils and other things that you put, you just dot on to any breakouts and that helps to calm them down and help them to heal faster. So looking for products like that, it's, I'm not always a big fan of like the, you know, stick on patches just because what's in the adhesive that could irritate your skin more, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm kind of going for oils and essential oils. Okay. And there is, uh, our natural esthetician out here in Austin with element, we'll have to link Shantavia's Mm -hmm. page for people that wanted an in-person thing that are in the Texas area. Uh, she uses a line called heart of gold and, Mm -hmm. uh, Oh yeah, they're good. Very food centric line. Yeah. And, um, I think it's called walking on the moon elixir, their roller. roller. I'm not sure what's all in it, but that's what I use. Like on my chin when it's not behaving Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, or even a, a spot doing like a a clay. Okay. It's like bentonite or, um, French green clay. Don't put it all over. Just put it on like where you're breaking out and cause they're very drying and drawing and that can help pull out that active infection. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Let's just wrap up and talk about what are your top three naturally nourished supplements for skin health. Um, and then I want to let listeners learn a little bit about how you work with clients virtually and then maybe your favorite product, and then we'll let you go. This has been so great. Um, but let's just <laughs> talk on naturally nourished supplements. So what are the top three, like skin health priorities? Um, let's see EPA DHA extra Love it. has been a game changer for a lot of people, you know, getting in the, you know, really great high dose omega threes. Um, you know, there's a lot of cognitive benefits there, but it's also really helping to support our skin. Yeah. the barrier Um, defense really. Right. Barrier defense. It's anti-inflammatory. And then, you know, our skin needs those healthy fats too. Mm -hmm. Um, and it can help with dryness, things like that. Um, another one, Let's see. <laughs> Top three is hard. <laughs> um, probably just making sure you're filling all your micronutrient gaps is, yeah. you know, another essential. So I tend to work with a lot of mamas. So usually I'm recommending the multivail mama. Totally. Um, you know, because pregnancy, breastfeeding, all that stuff, you know, our bodies give and give and give. So we want to make sure we are replenishing everything, even if we're not actively pregnant or trying to get pregnant, you know, I mean, you guys know all of this stuff. Yeah. But now um, you're getting that zinc in there, getting a good amount of vitamin A, vitamin C. So that's a good foundational blend for sure. Yeah. And then a third one, this one would be individually based, but some sort of gut support. So, you know, if you, you know, whatever probiotic fits to you where you're at. So maybe it's just the restore baseline. Maybe you have, um, you know, some more things going on. So you need, um, oh, geez, I'm drawing a blank. What's the other one that starts the with an R? Or the, Rebuild. Yes. Uh, thank the you. More diverse with the Saccharomyces boulardii in mm-hmm. there and the lactoplanetarium. Mm-hmm. So that supports more like leaky gut post antibiotic use or 
for yes. those that are working for skin health on an antibiotic, yeah. I would say the rebuild spectrum. Absolutely. And then the targeted yeah. strength would be the heavier hit of the restore baseline, the 50, 50 mm-hmm. plus lacto bifido, but at 60 billion. So for those that are stressed and sterilized, like yep, mm-hmm. Becky and yes. myself, <laughs> <laughs> you take all the things. Yeah. And then as a bonus one, always have some gabacolm on hand, just, you know, love it and calm and clear. I mean, could be that same boat. Yes. Um, Yeah. I was like, "Hmm, which one? (laughs) Calm and clear is a good one. That's stress. Mm -hmm. Yes. 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 And then, you know, it has the lemon balm in it too. Yeah, totally. Totally. So let's talk Ashley, how you work with clients virtually to achieve healthy skin, like what your intake process looks like and kind of what they can expect as like a prescription or plan. And then maybe within that, um, let's talk about your offering with your program and your discount. Yeah. So when I work with clients first, you know, a lot of times we do, um, just a 30 minute call just to get it, get to know each other, make sure the program's going to work for, the client, um, you know, if I think that we're on the same page and then I have a very in-depth intake form that I have them fill out and then it emails back to me um, and we go into, you know, what their skin concerns are, what's their birth control history, you know, what's you know, history with antibiotics, what's going on with your digestive system, because that tells us a lot about the gut, um, you know, what their diet's like, what their lifestyle and stress levels are like. And then based on that information, you know, I come up with like, okay, what's a good starting point? And with a lot of people, we start with just baby steps. So maybe we incorporate just a simple skincare routine of nightly oil cleansing, a hydrating mist and an oil serum. And then, you know, for one week and after that becomes more habit, then we tweak diet a little bit, you know, maybe we're removing some inflammatory foods and incorporating more whole foods. I often have clients do a probiotic challenge just to assess the gut. Love it. Mm -hmm. Or we, you know, sometimes I'm like, we don't need to do a probiotic challenge. We kind of know that Mm -hmm. we need to go straight to beat the bloat. Um, You know, so sometimes we like run through your candida quiz together. Um. I see a lot of that with my clients too. Um, And then we also incorporate things like gratitude and about not just in general, but about self-gratitude. You know, what are things that I'm thankful for with my body? Um, A lot of times when we're dealing with skin concerns, it really affects us emotionally yeah, I think and it's, it's hard. Like we don't want to get into pictures with our kids. <clears throat> Sorry, I need to drink water here. Um, we have a harder time getting into pictures with our kids and we don't want to go out into public because our skin is so inflamed and we feel embarrassed. And so if we start the day with, I am so thankful for my loving heart. I'm so thankful for my joyful spirit. 
I'm thankful for the two arms I have to pick up my kids. You know, that changes our mindset when we start the day instead of starting the day in the mirror. Uh, my skin is breaking out. I hate my skin. I don't want anybody to see me. Yeah. It's like that so, anger coming out, just like yeah. toxicity or microbiome imbalance. If we hold mm-hmm. anger or self-hatred or negative emotions, that's that like yeah. window as well. I think that's a really good point. And then I do like a big part of me and my business. And I mean, it's in my business name is grace, you know, giving ourselves grace as we go through about, about our days or, you know, no matter what we have going on, it's so important to give ourselves grace. We give our kids grace. We give our spouses grace, you know, everybody else, except for ourselves. We hold ourselves to such a high standard that's almost unattainable a lot of times. And so, you know, to take a step back and say, wow, okay, my skin is breaking out, but it's because it's, I've been a little more stressed and, you know, maybe I indulged in this or that and that's why, and you know, it's okay. You know, this is where I'm at. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, knowing that we don't need to do it all at once. It's baby steps. And that's why I have a 12 week program because I do not expect anybody to change everything overnight in the span of, you know, a week, three weeks, you know, we take 12 weeks to incorporate new habits, eliminate, you know, unfavorable ones and get my clients into a spot where they feel empowered and they understand their body more and they can, they have the tools to move forward with their skin. I love it. It sounds super comprehensive. So there's, you know, lifestyle elements, there's product recommendations and kind of like a skincare protocol. And then Mm -hmm. there's supplement recommendations and diet and emotional, spiritual love it. So that's all at Mm -hmm. graceholisticskin.com. And you mentioned that you'd be doing a 10% code nourish 10 for listeners to get 10% off your program. So we'll definitely link that in the show notes uh, along with that code and people can take advantage of that. It sounds like a great value. Yeah. So, um, I will get that up code up and ready. So when this podcast is live, anybody can use the code nourish 10 for 10% off my 12 week skin wellness program. And that can be, you know, totally virtual. So it doesn't matter where you are in the country we can work together. If, you know, anybody listening does happen to be in, you know, the Pacific Northwest area and wants to come in, in person, we can make that work too. Cool. Awesome. Um, last question I think I want to ask, um, is (laughs) what is your desert Island skincare product? And it could be from your line, but let's make it from your line for sure. General (laughs) product. (laughs) Yeah. So for my line one, if I could only have one product with me, um, it's the normal to dry oil cleanser because it's secretly like a multi-purpose product if you need it to be. Um, since that cleanser, it does not have the castor oil in it. It is a little bit more gentle. Um, 
you can use it as a cleanser, obviously, but you can also use it as a body oil. After you get out of the shower, you leave the water on your skin, don't dry off and put it on as a body oil. And you could even use a small pump of it as your moisturizer. So it's kind of multi-purpose, which is great for traveling or, you know, if you find yourself on a desert island. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. That's the one I have. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. I love it. Good to know that I can use it for more things. Okay. And yeah. Go though. I want to talk about your soothing serum because I think Becky and I both have a yeah, bottle yeah, of yeah. that. With so you mentioned the blue tansy essential oil. Can you talk about the ingredients in this? Because it is like a dream. It's it's it feels so luxurious and this the smell and yeah. even the color and everything. I, I would love for you to share on that product. And then we'll let you go. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Um so This was something I had been kind of dreaming up for a while. I knew I wanted something with blue TNZ. Just one, the color alone is of the blue TNZ essential oil. It's just like this deep blue. And whenever I see, you know, plant product with a lot of color, it's just that tells me there's a ton of, you know, antioxidants, bioflavonoids, all of the, you know, goody stuff. Um, and it also just has such a calming scent to it. So it's so great for the skin, but also for the mind as we use it. Um, and then I've combined it with frankincense and geranium essential oils. So those are the three essential oils in it that really help with skin radiance and soothing And geranium is really great for um, even going back to that herpes simplex one, you know, antiviral support there. Um, And then I've put those three in a base of oils, jojoba oil, rosehip seed oil, black cumin seed oil, and tamanu oil. Tamanu is another one of my absolute favorites is this emerald green thick oil that is a dream for healing and protecting the skin. And so that kind of aids to the, the green color of the serum is kind of like a blue green in the final product. Uh, so the jojoba really helps with moisturizing and provides a really great base there. Rose hip. Um, it's full of vitamin C. Mm-hmm. So again, it's more of like that whole plant form instead of just an isolated nutrient. Um, black cumin seed oil is really great for healing and soothing. And then they all just work so well together synergistically to give you just like soft skin. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I've been I'm, one like the biggest review I get, like even like the next day, I get people that'll reach out like, Ashley, it's been one night and my skin already feels softer. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That and the, the oil cleanser or two that, I mean, I I love all the things that you've sent, but that's when we were like, we got to get this girl on the podcast. We're going to learn about this magic. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Awesome. Um, well, thank you so much for being on here. Mm-hmm. We will put all of the links to your website and your social media, um, including that nourish 10 discount code 
for our listeners. Um, this was such a fun conversation. I feel like Becky and I had a couple like aha moments of things that we're going to be shifting up in in our faces. So (laughs) we'll all be glowing within hopefully a couple weeks of listening to this episode. Awesome. Well, thanks again for having me. So exciting to be here and kind of bringing food as medicine to the skincare world. Love it. Thank you for listening to the Naturally Nourished podcast. Visit our blog at AllieMillerRD.com for recipes, wellness tips, and food as medicine meal plans. Connect with Allie and Becky at AllieMillerRD on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Until next time, stay nourished and be well.